Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the Embody Love podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Astea, and this is episode number one. Welcome to the Embody Love podcast for spiritual seekers and sensitive souls, where it's all about learning practical tools for empowering your divine path. Here's your host, intuitive healer and coach, Melissa Ostea. On today's episode of the Embody Love podcast, we are looking at the seven signs that you could be an intuitive healer. Now, whether you're already a practicing intuitive healer or you have the gift and you just aren't aware of it yet, I think that you're going to find this list quite compelling. So let's start with the first sign of being an intuitive healer. You are trusted by other people. Strangers open up to you. At the store, at social outings, at work, people seem to just be magnetically attracted to you and they want to share their story with you. People trust you. They might even say something like, I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm telling you this. I just, I feel so comfortable with you. You may also be a magnet to partners and friends who would be better suited as clients rather than intimate connections. And we'll dive into that a little bit more deeply in a future episode. But for now, just know that that first sign that you could be an intuitive healer is that people trust you. Number two, you are selfless. You have a heart of gold. You really want to help everyone, and you often do. And maybe sometimes, you know, you help other people to the extent that you dismiss and ignore your own needs and your self-care. You really want to help and give. And if you could, you would save every person and animal on this planet. You take on that role of mother or counselor to many, many people in your life. Now, if you've been the giver for many years and you've not been allowing yourself to receive or you've been neglecting your own well-being, you may be feeling frustrated with or even bitter towards the people that you're giving to. You might be feeling worn out and lost or stuck. And you very well could be thinking, what about me? When's it my turn to be taken care of? So that second sign is that you are selfless. Number three, you're a survivor. You likely have experienced and overcome some type of childhood or earlier life trauma possibly a form of physical, mental, or emotional abuse and neglect and abandonment. Or, you know, you've experienced a great loss. Maybe even at a young age, you lost a parent or a sibling or a close grandparent. In other words, you know pain. And you've probably either created coping mechanisms, which, you know, maybe are unhealthy ones, 
or you've learned mindfulness tools to maintain a sense of sanity in your daily life. And maybe you've sought help from counselors, from self-help books and, you know, spiritual healers. But, you know, you are a survivor. And as a result of this, because of the pain that you have endured, because of the work that you've put in, in moving past it and, and self-healing and working through all of this, this has all inspired you to help other people survive too. Number four is hypersensitivity. You feel everything. And whether it's physically or emotionally or energetically, you're very sensitive to your environment and to the people in it. And you've probably felt or been told at some point in your life that you're too sensitive. You often have a heightened reaction to watching or reading the news, seeing, you know, violent movies or TV shows, or even driving past car accidents can impact you. And of course, being around toxic people and situations can really overwhelm and exhaust you. Or if you've been formally trained as a healer, as a healthcare practitioner, or as an emergency care provider, maybe you handle these situations a little bit better, but you know, you still find yourself feeling drained by your work. Number five, you have been called You know, you've heard it, you've felt it, you've dreamt it. Maybe you're still fighting against it. But on some level, you know that you've been called to be a healer. You are or you're thinking about becoming, you know, like a counselor or a nurse or a massage therapist, a teacher or an energy worker, a life coach, a yoga instructor, a volunteer or some other type of helper or healer, or maybe a combination of many of those types of healers. It's almost as if you don't have a choice. There isn't a choice to be made. Being a healer is who you are. It's what you do. And you know deep down that it's your purpose here on earth. And that sixth sign is presence. People say things to you like, I just feel so much better after our talks, or I feel so much better after spending time with you, or you're like a breath of fresh air. You always know just what I need. You know, they often call or stop by your desk or office or home just to say hello. You know, they want to hear your voice. And they come to you when they need to vent or to ask for your wise advice. You're a compassionate nurturer and an excellent listener. Just being in your presence brings healing and clarity to those who seek it. And the seventh sign that you could be an intuitive healer is, of course, intuition. 
So with this gift of intuition, you know, or you see, or you feel people's pain, even if they don't tell you about it. And you know, you you might feel it in your physical body, you might see it in your mind, or you might feel it or get a sense of it emotionally or energetically. And you know, if you're not practicing self awareness, or if you're not clear with your boundaries, you might unknowingly absorb and take other people's symptoms home with you. And then later you find yourself wondering why you aren't, you know, feeling well all of a sudden. You may even experience someone's symptoms before you hear from them or spend time with them. And then you find yourself surprised or maybe not so surprised when they say, gosh, I've had this headache for three days and your headache started 10 minutes before they arrived or you got on the phone with them. And then, you know, you also get gut feelings. You get gut feelings about people and places and events and you pay attention to any vibes that you get and sometimes you make decisions without fully understanding why you just know that this is the decision that needs to be made so if you resonate with five or more of these signs you're most likely an intuitive healer Now, does this mean that you have to choose this work as a profession? Absolutely not. But just knowing that you have this gift, you have this ability, and whether you choose to use it, you know, in a professional way, or you continue using it in your personal life, having more awareness of our gifts and a better and deeper understanding of how our gifts work and how they can empower us or impact us if we don't have that awareness. You know, it it's all so helpful. When we have this information, we have choices. And while your soul gift is a beautiful blessing, while, you know, being an intuitive healer is a beautiful blessing, it is imperative that we learn how to manage it. In order for us to be, you know, healers and, you know, these people that continue to give and give and give, we're these people that came here to heal. We're, you know, we're like earth angels and we need to practice self-awareness. We need to practice self-care. We are also in this physical body. We're in this physical world. And so it's so important that we take care of all of our needs, our physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual needs. And knowing what our own boundaries are and setting them very clearly, that can help us to maintain greater balance so that, again, we can continue to be these wonderful healers and lovers and supporters that we are. And when we make decisions from a place of love rather than a place of fear, this really helps us to honor ourselves and it sets the tone with others. By treating ourselves with kindness and respect and honoring ourselves and honoring our boundaries, we are teaching others 
that that is what our expectation is. We're teaching others that they deserve the same as well. And when we are working on our own healing and working on our own self-love, this creates a sense of inner peace and it amplifies our compassion and it empowers our intuitive healing gift even more. You know, I've been an intuitive healer. I've, I've spent the last 15 years really learning and practicing and teaching many tools for self-awareness, healing, and empowerment. I use these modalities, you know, for myself and my daily life. And then, of course, to, you know, teach to my clients and to empower you. And I want to remind you that you are powerful beyond measure. You just need to learn the tools to fully enact your soul gift. You're here for a reason. You have a purpose and a potential that is probably beyond your wildest imagination. I want to say thank you so much for joining me on this first podcast of Embody Love. And I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your aha moments. I'd love to hear, you know, your clarity. I'd love to hear your feedback on this episode. So go ahead and, you know, comment below, share your experience. Uh, I'd also love to, to hear about, you know, you as an intuitive healer, whether you're already practicing it in your life or whether, you know, you have this gift, you've just become aware of it and how you are intending on, you know, using it to empower yourself and others in your life going forward. So if you're interested in working with me, um, if you'd like to learn more about my one-on-one services, my online programs, and all of my upcoming live events, you can visit my website, enlightenyourpath.com. All right. Thank you so much. I'm sending love and blessings your way. I hope you have a beautiful day.